Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr. Bean, and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike e-bikes that are cool AF. This week's Footballistically Arsenal is brought to you by Joe and the team at 31K in Nottingham. Recently voted Nottingham's best drinks venue, you can visit them seven days a week for a drink and great food. Whilst you're there, why not try a pint of Watney's Pale Ale? Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill. Sitting across from me is sidekick, sidekick for Josh Landy. Face on today. Face on. Full face on. Next to him is long-time contributor and guest. Contributor? I don't know why I've just used that word. Uh, to the podcast, Ari Last. Welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Good, thank you. And stalwart, staunch, regular, Alan Alger. He of the controversial opinions. Good Welcome. to see you, Boyd. Well, you had a controversial opinion defending the manager for so long. <laughs> Not really. I mean, as I said at the end of um, the last podcast, if we lost, if we didn't beat, I said, I said at last end of the last podcast, yeah. if we didn't beat Southampton yeah. fairly convincingly at home in the game that we've just witnessed, yeah. then 
I would be perfectly happy for this, to get rid of him instantly. And so that didn't happen. So I'm now perfectly happy to get rid okay. of him instantly. I was being fair. That's, I was being fair to the manager. As I say, every week in, week out, I thought it was unfair to judge him on day one. I was giving him time. Everyone said, you know, as soon as he was appointed, every new manager, all the pundits say, give him two or three or four transfer windows, you know, all of this stuff. You, you see how he's doing. We had a 20-match unbeaten run. I know there were signs during that run that we, you know, the floor was but. We just got to the final of the, of the UEFA, whatever it's called, thing. We just missed the top four. Blah, 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 blah. Only sensible to give him more time. Obviously, it's now clear he doesn't, can't have any more time because we have to make sure we don't do what we did do with Arsene Wenger. It was wait year in, year out for three, four, five seasons until we, he ground the club into tedium. And we left it much too late. We missed it on people like Klopp. We should have got rid of him years ago. We didn't, so we're learning that lesson now. So people like me are like, no, let's not hang around. Let's change it, because it is clearly not working. We need to bring in someone new. That's my opinion. There is some good news about the current situation. Is there? I've decided. Yeah, because I think it's been about 15 years, maybe a bit less, since Arsenal fans were this united. Because there's no in or out. Wenger yeah. in, Wenger out yeah. was a big issue. That's true. Now it's, are you Emery out or Emery out, out, now? Yeah. It's yeah. like, just when would you like him gone? Yeah. So I feel that's like, a positive. I don't know what Ari thinks, but I feel like... Because the other thing is, you know, Ari was a, was a fairly, I seem to remember, a fairly strong Wenger um, yeah. A, yeah. A, a, a critic. But also, Go on. when I was asking yeah. about coming on today, <laughs> yeah. he remembered that his last appearance, which was April, yeah. when he was also suggesting that Emery I remember is not that the right well. man. Yeah, I remember. You what I was going to say disagree. was, I have immense amount of respect for the Aries and, and Allens, to be fair, of this world. And, and the Le Groves, you know, he's, he's a kind of been a constant um, complainer about this manager and said from day one. Oh, I haven't complained about No, 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 you haven't. But I have, what I mean is, the people, who, the people who also saw through the Wenger myth, you know, in the last three or four, five seasons of his reign, like you guys and Le Grove and me, you know, I think those people who took against this manager, I respect that opinion more than I do the ones who, like, were clearly going to react to anyone who came after Wenger like you, Josh. That's so just so untrue. <laughs> and you know that's untrue. It's absolutely true. Josh, I think it is true. I mean, look, at the start of last season, so Emery's first season, you used to do the predictions and you used to say, like, that Arsenal would lose, even though... Yeah, it was comical. You had never, ever predicted an Arsenal No, no, we'd have to go back and, and listen it through true. it. I think, I'm you, not I think you did true. have a downer from the start. I can I understand why you did, but... No. I'm not saying I, I think it could be subconscious. It's not even a conscious thing. I think for the real Wenger worshippers, it was always painful. I mean, you see it now. They're like going, oh, you know, oh, we're all, we're all real. Oh, everyone's realising no, that dad didn't we, like. we killed Wenger for this. I'm like, no, no, that's not what we think. Sensible people who know what they're talking about think, we should have got rid of him years ago. Let's not make that mistake again. That's the, that's the actual problem. I totally agree with the point. Was, was I sad that Arsene Wenger left? Yes. Is yeah. it sad to see a man on the touchline who, whether you like him or don't like him, believe that at the core he cares about the club, he's thinking about, you know, not just about this game and this result, he's thinking about the longevity of a club. And, and that's a nice feeling that basically no football fans have anymore because we no longer have managers that are around for four or five years. Even, you know, Pochettino going, which I'm sure we'll come yeah. on to, mm. five years, that's seen as like an exceptional stint. But so that I accept that we're moving on. But, the, you know, from Emery... Towards the end of last season, the failure to get in the top four last season was, you know, a substantial blot on, on, on his copy, you have to say. The way we were at the end of last season of was so bad that already the, the, the question marks yeah. were being asked. Ari was more negative. I said, <laughs> yeah. give him this season, see how we go. But this season has been, you know, I, I don't know if I've enjoyed a game of Premier League football yet this season. That's not me being facetious. That's me saying, well, we haven't won a game by more than one goal. 
Watford, who are they still bottom? Watford or nearly yeah. bottom? No, they Watford are. are bottom. They are. Yeah. Outplayed us. We were hanging on for a point of dear life. Now it doesn't matter who we play. We're fortunate. You know, and if we don't get beat, and mm. we're getting outplayed and outshot by everyone, mm. but I don't think it was just because it's yeah. whoever comes after Wenger. Well, it's going to be a hard role for whoever that is. Why, that's why not do, how it well, is. Why I'm do things need to get? The thing that annoys me is why do things at Arsenal need to get so horrendously bad that there is no other choice but to act? You know, good leadership. Yeah, I think, it's, I think not that's what you it. want to see. Is I think that's a very good question. They still haven't yeah. acted, by the way. I mean, no. and that's and, and actually, I found myself defending the board. A few weeks ago, like mm. even though I think it's been clear for a very long time, Emery has to go. I actually, you know, when I, I was speaking to people and they were straight on the board immediately, I said, well, hang on a minute. You know, actually, we were like that in the summer mm. and they really sorted it out in the summer. Yep. Uh, they cleared out a lot of dead wood, which I thought was phenomenal. Mm. And I said, well, hang on a minute. They look like they know what they're doing and yeah. they're serious. You're yeah, really optimistic. Huge, yeah, hugely yeah. disappointed, actually, <laughs> two, three weeks down the line. Yeah. No, they do seem totally in it yeah. and I'm they now really... totally at fault but isn't it yeah. is, I feel like that attitude that you're talking about of why does it take so long to be decisive I feel well, that's baked into the DNA of Arsenal but with Wenger like, there was an emotional and I, and I think there was is, an emotional attachment sure. uh, yeah but I think that emotional attachment that, that, that went on so long and left them and I think it's also to do with the owner Cronky because he doesn't give a shit does he I mean that's the bottom line whereas I think if the owner gives a shit about the, the really cares about the club success. I think he's, you know, look at his teams, his American mm. teams. Mediocrity is fine with him. If he feels he's going to make a profit at the end of the day, he's absolutely fine with it. Whereas I think other teams, you look at, you know, almost all of our rivals, their owners care more than our one does. Our but even, but even but the not thing investing about... any money. Any... So I think that attitude of not caring goes, kind of seeps all the way in to the point where he's not telling the, the people who should act, the people, those people you're talking about, and they're like, oh, well, you know, Wenger was there for 20 years, let's give this guy a go, we've got to be fair to him, but, but you know, like, but being do you fair... Think, do you think it's the Cronkers? I mean, we can all speculate, right, but actually, is it the Cronkers, or is it Sanheli and, and even Edu now? Because the Cronkers, even oh, if you look at it, they clearly yeah. don't care, right? Which yeah. is, they're not unique in that regard, and I don't think we should really hold that against them, honestly. But, but I think from a business perspective, this is, this is horrendous, you know, for the brand. I mean, this is... And, I, and you know, I really was Wenger out for a long mm. time and, and still hold by that. But I think it's fair to say that this is the worst it's ever been. Even in the darkest Wenger days, we have never been as... Oh, we I have think, never been as crap I, I think that's as true. we are now. I think, true. I, think it's, I, th- I think it's around what Ari was saying just before that, is that... All of the excuses have been removed from Emery this season because we did have a reasonably good summer. And mm. as you said, everyone started the season positively. And I think that's where now even the reasonable people that were saying that he does deserve time have said there's no real path out of this because it does not look like he can work with his team. The the shot stats that, that Josh mentions, they're so bad. And... and um, it was on, on another podcast I was listening to today, but it was certainly in my thoughts prior to listening to Are that. You listening to another podcast? That, yes, I do. Oh. Yeah, you, you know, Scrubs. you've got to, you know, got to spread the love. <laughs> but it was one of the things is that this is actually deliberate. The team are being sent out to play in this way, and that's why we're struggling to mm. win these games, and it's why we're str- struggling to get a foothold in games. And he, he tactically, he just not has got, a, he's not got a grasp of the way that the Premier League is. He's, he's too protective against teams that we should be going all out against. And he's just lost that sense. And mm. I, I really do wonder how, and you talk about the structure of the club, how someone didn't approach him with some kind of just 
a little bit of knowledge on the Premier League and just say, you know, this is, you, you don't need to play five at the back against Southampton at home. And and either that or but, you talk. He talks about all of his analysis yeah. and the way that he got the job and the video interviews and all that. The one little bit of research he should have done is how to play against certain sides in the Premier League. And it's clear he didn't do it. And but that's I, why I have to be fair and say. Mm. It's time. It ca- I, I see. What you, I, I agree with most of that. All I'd say is I think the, the I think it's easy to forget the lows. I mean, it's a slightly pointless argument, but all I'd say is it's easy to forget the lows of relentlessly being beaten three, four, five, one. By Boy, certain teams. Yeah, but we, had a, we, had a, we, really had we cannot a compare going away to Man United, it's a different Liverpool, badness. Chelsea, to no, no, Southampton no, no. coming to Arsenal and taking the piss it's out of us, to point. Burnley, to Watford, to Palace. We're outshot, like we're outplayed by all these teams. Southampton should have won about 4 it's or 5-1 on Saturday. You can't compare going to a team that you're likely to get beat at. Okay, we got beat worse than we should have on many occasions, but you can't compare that. Yeah. And, well, and, no, and no, let's not eradicate... It's a different kind of bad. What I'm saying is, that bad... That bad went on years and years and years, and Wenger never did anything to sort it out. And in fact, he, he constantly brought a series of inept defenders, and we're still living with those defenders right now. When I saw those, you know, those, those central defenders particularly, I was they still doing inane, pathetic things, still not concentrating. Again, I think that's all from that incredible inanity of our defence for like 10 years. We've been a joke. And so, I agree. Yeah, 100%. I, in, I think the worst thing about now, for me, that, that, that is kind of now crystallised in how we're playing, to, to your point, Alan, is that I think, I think he keeps reacting now. He's got to the point where he's now reacting to criticism. Mm. You know, like a kind of yeah. immature... But don't you, don't you feel it's for reactive. him? Don't you feel, feel yeah. sorry for him? I mean, he's, yeah, I do. He's, I do he's totally helpless Completely. and hapless. Right, so I think uh, it, it, it's, talking it's, about the it's three hard to the watch, actually. Right, so talking about the three, at the, fi- the three at the back thing issue. So that was the formation he did last time, didn't he, in the last game, which, mm. which was admittedly away. And, of course, everyone said... Everyone's been going on about him for changing the formation constantly from one way to the other, which is an annoying thing to do, right? And then finally, I think the powers that be and certain people thought there were signs of improvement in, in, with that formation going away. So I felt like his, his picking that formation, I agree with you, ridiculous at home to Southampton, which was possible. I think he was almost reacting to that bit of the criticism that he keeps tinkering with the formation. So but, he, but of course, he shouldn't have played that formation. It was ridiculous. And as soon as he changed it at half-time, we were better in the second half. And he said, interestingly... Yeah. On the post-match interview, he said the first 20 minutes of the second half, where we were instantly much better when Pepe came on and he abandoned the, 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 the three-at-the-back thing, he said that was the only time in the game the team played to the plan. Well, I was like, well no, I'm, I'm like, well, you set them up in the first half yeah. like you set them up. Well, I was just about to say, it's not really about formations, it's about instructions. Yeah. Because even when you play five at the back... You can play an attacking mm. five at the back because you just say to your, your full-backs, you have the freedom to go forward. We expect them to play one up top. The three can contain that. Get forward as much as you like. You've got a screen in front if it, if it goes sure. wrong. So it's more to do with the instruction, and the instruction is being, is being exposed by those numbers. How is he not conveying that to the players. And he, ha- and he has a good team, right? I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the reason for optimism, by the yeah. way. I actually think we have a really good squad. Yeah, There's lots of things to be possible. And we'll, we should just sort it out and move on. Let's <laughs> this, not get yeah. emotional this about it. This is the question I was going to ask, though. So, under Wenger, there were certain players that everyone had differing opinions on. And quite a lot of the time, if players were being criticised and someone supported them, they always said, well, actually, let's see that player X under a different manager because I'm pretty sure it's the way Wenger's coaching them or managing them that's making them not perform to 
however, or not know, someone's criticising them. Yeah. And now I've started to hear it now about the players under Emery as well. It's like a third coach coming in. If it happens again under a third coach, is it the players? Because even Hector Bellerin, someone that I think gets totally... And here's my controversial opinion, number Here we one. Go. I think he gets totally overrated for the way he is in life. And I, by the way... In life? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I, I, and by the way, I think the way he conducts himself off the football pitch is incredible. It should not cloud your judgment of him as a player. He's been totally overrated by Arsenal fans. You know, Spain have only chosen him three times in his whole career to be their best player yeah. in his position. So... I don't yeah, think he's as good not, as no, people are saying. But, so, that, no. but he gets overrated by Arsenal fans. We have these weird opinions about players. Our bar is so low now. Right? That's, that's after, what I mean. After years that's exactly of just what mediocrity. I mean. And the thing about Wenger, like, Wenger isn't the only, you know, and I, again, stress this in his latter years, he's not the only bad manager in the world, right? Like, there are other bad managers. One of them is Unai Emery, right? And um, <laughs> yeah, him being bad doesn't mean Wenger was good. It's not mutually of course, exclusive. Of course. Of course. So yeah, the, thing about, is... the thing I was saying about him is, he just needs to be put out of his misery. It's, mm. a, it's a cock. I don't expect him to resign. No one really does that anymore. No. He'd be mad to. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, he's totally out of but his the thing that The thing that, um, was it, um, of course, the thing that has to be asked is why aren't they, why haven't they done it? Why, as yeah. we speak now, like, I was hoping, you know, Monday, there were loads of rumours this morning, weren't there? I don't know if you saw it, you know, oh, yeah. it's going to happen today. It didn't, hasn't happened as we speak now, Monday, 7.30, wherever it is. Um, and I think the reason why, and I, th- I think my, my deep fear is, I think they're going to give him more time. I think they're going to give him probably, you know, maybe until Christmas even. Well, there was... And I just feel, I feel like... Well, they actually said much longer than that after well, the Leicester game. Sure, they did. So, no, if we would have lo- like... lost, if Lacazette hadn't scored... Oh, of course. He would have gone. I no, think I, I, think, well, I think that I was a know. sliding, even know about that. sliding doors moment. Do you right. think? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Really? I think, I so. think it needs to get. I think the draw is as bad as a defeat in terms it feels, of. The, it feels in, worse. In terms, <laughs> to well, be honest, we should honest. talk but, about that, boy, shouldn't we? Because never have you seen a last-minute equaliser so muted a celebration, not even just by the supporters, but by the players on the pitch. I cannot get into my head what Lacazette's reaction. Oh, I totally understood it. 100%. It, but it's like frustration. Of course I was at the game. Well, so it's like frustration. Reaction. But it's like... Ugh. No, no, I'll tell you exactly why. It's, it's like total apathy. I know you mentioned that you, you, you um, texted us about his, his reaction you thought was weird. I thought it was completely the right reaction because it, it, he was embarrassed. He'd scored... They still he, get the ball as two minutes. We're trying to win no, the no, game. No, I know no, we're all embarrassed. Totally, oh, no, I, think that's it, I, think it, I know what you're saying. I think it was even beyond that. I think it wasn't just like I'm unhappy with the result and embarrassed at the performance. It was a... It was a I read it into... Um, a reflection on again. his feeling about the manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've well, never seen well, anything like this. It tells you how bad it is. But also, also, this is the thing to remember. If he'd have celebrated, in quotes, properly, yeah. imagine the reaction to that. Everyone would go, oh, well, we would come back from, from, you from can losing celebrate, to Southampton. Yeah. Yeah, the ball. Don't not, celebrate that. Yeah, but there's not celebrating and there's not celebrating. I mean, he looked depressed. Yeah, but when he scores. This tells yeah. you what everything that's wrong. The, well, yeah, the players are not backing him anymore. Of course they're not. Well, we all no, agree. We're, the we're all agreed. We're all here, agreed. Right? Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no debate about that. I think the, um, but as you say, I do. F- I, I think it's interesting. I feel like the board, the board feels sorry for him as well. This is my. This is, I, and I wonder whether they're kind of. So there's two, two issues, aren't there? There's. So, that's what I was going to say. Someone was tweeting today. Maybe it was Tim. Um, Tim Payton, I think, was saying it's going to cost 15 million. He he said to get rid of him. Wow. Um, he added it all up, all the different costs of... Because right. so, he's, he's contracted through until the end of this season with an option on another season, isn't he? But getting rid of him before the end of the season incurs 
I guess a year, a year or two years yeah. salary or whatever. And then there's his backroom staff. And so all, all in all, it be 15 million. Right. Right. Now, the, the question is, do they think, okay, he's definitely not going to get us in the Champions League, so we have to get rid of him, or he still might get us in the Champions League? Of course, mathematically, right now, you know, there's a whole load of clubs, isn't there, around the same yeah. number of points as us. And in no, theory, that... with enough time, I think, I think half of them, are th- I think there must be an issue where they're thinking, well, I don't he think might so. be able I, to I, get I don't us. think it's We're, possible. Um, win now. I, I don't think no, it's but I don't, I don't think it's possible that anyone at that club is oh. feeling differently than us. There's, it's, a, it's a financial reason. Because, it must be. you know, the performances are worse than the results. The stats are worse than the performances. <laughs> you know, there's literally yeah. not a single redeeming feature of this guy's tenure. Like, I, I just struggle to believe Edu or Sinheli are sitting there yeah. feeling differently than us. They know but, what's going on. And there's, like you say, it's a financial reason or something. But the thing is, but we're, now, we're now... 8 to 1 to finish in the top 4. Wow. We're 6 to 1 to win the Europa League in oh. all of that added together. Is 8 to 1 before December's even gone out the biggest would have been yeah in a ever. in a long long while. Ever in a long long while. I mean I remember sitting here even in sort of January and February saying oh we're out to 9 to 2. I mean I think Wenger exactly. slipped away and I mean we're dub- we're double that now and it's it's, and it's it's looking completely unlikely. That said and I know I always say it and this is this is one key point that people keep forgetting the Premier League's very different now. You do have you know much better teams up towards the top. The top two places were already secured mm. at the start of the season, according to everyone. Chelsea have performed much better than you would have thought. Which Leicester have been fantastic. That does not excuse him, by the way, but what it means is you don't have room for recovery, and that's why they're 8-1. to one. But, but I think, don't you think... But that's, I can, obviously, that's true, but things change, don't they? I mean, in, you know, in, in, in two or three months' time, Chelsea might have had a, a bad period. You think, you know, it's going brilliantly for them right now. But all of that but, is built into that percentage chance. Oh, and of they're course, saying, sure. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, from, they should be thinking, shouldn't they? If It's the financial issue short-term and long-term. It seems to me so blatantly obvious that if we've got a new manager now, like I think Mourinho... I, my, all my issues with Mourinho are moral. You know, I hate him as a, as a human being. And, but I think what he did at Spurs already in that first match, in terms of the formation and the way he set them out, and, you know, all of that, to win that game, fairly, fairly you know, apart from the two late goals from, from West Ham, I, I instantly felt like he's coming with a clear head. Let's, let's, but, let's, but, let's take that one easy, because I tell you what, right, that but, was a gift of a first fixture. I, know, I, know. I probably can't say much more than that, considering where I work. Yeah, but I know, I know, I know. That was... But, a, Poor performance from West Ham. Of course, it was. They were terrible. But I, I watched the game. They were absolutely terrible. But I still think the way he set Spurs out made absolute sense compared to how Pochettino had been setting them out in recent times. Yeah, and I true. feel like, interestingly, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between weirdly Pochettino in late period of him at Spurs, Emery, um, United right now. Mm-hmm. All the managers, and this you're talking about. There's, there are loads of bad managers in the world. I think it's particularly. What seems to happen, what I feel happens is, when they've been in the job for quite a while, and I know Emery's been in the job less long, but I think this is inbuilt into him. I think this is part of his personality. They almost feel they have to come up with intriguing and interesting and cunning tactical ways of playing each and every game. Otherwise, they almost feel they're not doing their job properly. And I feel like doing the simple thing, you know, how often does it, to fans look at a team selection and the way they're set up and the formation and, all, and, the, and there are square pegs and roundels, all of these things. And all of those managers, I think, are picking players in the wrong position, having weird formations, setting them up weird, setting them up weird, having and all of them. I think weird decision-making seems to be a disease that mm. comes to a lot of managers. But he's, and it he's, com- he's compounding it now because he's oh. really panicking. I, I don't think yeah, Emery... panicking as well. I don't yeah. think Emery is as bad as a manager as he is looking right now. Yeah, I right? agree It's that. just getting... Yeah. 
you know, he could've, it could have not worked out. He could have, you could have got rid. You know, he would have gone and got another job. Everyone would have moved on. No one would have given a toss, right? Yeah. But it's just turned into a complete, like I said, car yeah. crash. And he's looking horrendous right now. I'm up, before I, before I forget about the Bellerin thing, I, I, do, I don't agree with you. I do feel, I mean, I watched him. I, actually, I thought he was one of the bright, the real bright. He had some great moments in that game. He's coming but back. not in the he's position. A, he's not in the things he's meant to be doing as a defender. No, I, I think both. I, I mean, the whole, the whole team defensively is, is a complete mess, isn't it? It's a complete but I, I don't like mess. our defenders getting criticism because I, I reserve, like David Luiz, right? I, I, I disagree with the criticism. He seems to be an easy target. David Luiz, he's being made to look like a complete tit, <laughs> right? He's come from a team like Chelsea with a proper structure. He's being, he's being run at, you know, 15 times a game yeah. by people oh, yeah. quicker than him with no cover. It's very easy for our defenders to look like idiots. But having right said now. that, I, I, look at Socrates and, and him fiddling he's around not, with the ball. I don't rate Socrates. No, 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 I think, I think Socrates that will now be the end of Socrates for, yeah. in terms of yeah. him I being think, ahead of Chambers in the pecking order. I think that I might so. be the moment I hope where so. if we go back but just to about on the four, Chambers comes I hope in. so. But on the defenders, if we get rid of every single Wenger period defender, I think we're in a much better position. But, but, but that would include Bellerin. Well, all right. I'm thinking more centrally than I think. Hang on, Socrates came in. Socrates and David Luiz, the two starting centre backs this season, are post finger. Socrates isn't Socrates? Is uh, no, he's post finger. But Nigel Winterman, Nigel Winterman was on the radio today. Sure, finger. No, he didn't. It was definitely sorry. But Winterman was on the radio this morning. He said something. He said Arsenal could sign the best defender in the world right now. It wouldn't make a difference to how they're defending, which I. I agree with. Yeah, because right. it's a structure of... Yeah, it's, it's, a not, it's yeah. not the personnel. Let's talk about... Well, should we have a quick break? And then we'll talk about this more after the break. This week's Footballistically Arsenal is brought to you by Gaz and the team at the Blue Ball in Walton-on-the-Hill near Epsom. Check out their amazing Sunday lunch. And whilst you're there, enjoy it with a pint of Watney's Pale Ale. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2 a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. And we're back from the break. Um... Just on the point of um, our defenders and um, you know individual mistakes and, how, and and what you're saying about you know the, it's it, it, the the way we play is intrinsically a shambolic, isn't it? And I and I stood and I sat there watching the game um, on Saturday, and I was th- thinking of our midfield because I think on paper Guendouzi and Torreira is our best midfield, and I feel like they both when they first signed for the club showed great signs of promise. Promise, you know, I'm not saying they were the finished article. And Torreira had a great World Cup, you know. I thought everyone was kind of excited about him as a big signing. He felt like a, a best midfield signing for a long time. Guendouzi, obviously, a young player, but incredibly enthusiastic. I watched them on Saturday, and they... I mean, Guendouzi runs around like a maniac. And on, on sometimes it's brilliant, and I think the fans love it, because he will, he will get, tackle a player back in his own um, penalty area and launch out the field and kind of save us at various moments. But equally, he's running all over the place like a crazy man. 
And you just don't you just want him want them to st- sit there in the middle of the field, being calm and having some kind of level of control. There's no control anywhere, is there? Like, mm. like uh, you, from the midfield backwards, everyone's flailing around, being like being a, like a nutcase. And I feel think- like that that is extraordinary. That he, the manager cannot get them to to just calm down. And have the confidence well, how, that they're Premier League players who yeah. should know what the fuck how, they're doing. How can it's they? almost like he wanted Granit Xhaka to be a calming influence around this <laughs> starting team yeah. this season. Well, well I, how, I have seen some people saying, oh, you know, we've been worse since Xhaka. I don't feel that's true. I feel that we're equally as bad. We haven't been any we better. We haven't been any better, how, but we were the same. How, it was the same. He would run around like a maniac as well. Yeah, but like, how can the players be calm when he... And again, he's changing I, have to, I have to own up to this. You know, he used to say Wenger's too passive during matches. Emmy's so far the other way, and I've said this before, but how can they be calm? If you watch anyone near the touchline where he is, mm. if anyone gets the ball within 20 yards of him, he, he's running out barking instructions. I mean, not only putting them off, but what must he be saying that they're not doing that he thinks they should be doing at that point? Yeah. Or that he hasn't thought of already saying to them that they've either forgotten or he's changed. I think that's just his did. way, isn't it? I don't, I, I mean, that doesn't help. It doesn't I'm not saying help it helps. I'm not a feature it hinders. I, I, don't, I just think that that's makes how them panic. That makes them panic. Maybe, maybe. That, maybe. That, that Can we talk some that specifics, panic? though? Like that, that goal, their goal with the free kick they took, which where the ball was clearly moving and should be the slow. And the only reason I mentioned that is because it was fucking annoying because we had about two or three kicks after that, didn't we, where, we, we, he stopped us from taking quick free kicks because the ball was rolling. I was like, well, you fucking allowed that one for the goal. That was infuriating. But what was even more infuriating was everyone, the manager and the four, five or six players in that situation None completely not, not yeah. paying any attention whatsoever mm. to what was happening and but the that, fact that they were about to take a free kick. That's happening every single game multiple yeah. times for, for yeah. years, right? And for the, the, years, yeah. And no other team... Can I just say one thing? I, I don't feel any other team... I'm looking, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, like, bottom upwards. Like, yeah. even the worst... I mean, maybe... Yeah. I don't know about West Ham, but they have goalkeeper <laughs> issues right now. But... I see, like, mid-table, you know, the Burnleys of this world. And, like, they just have basic... uh, They seem to have a basic level of control and concentration, which we haven't had. As a team, no, the, shots, the, shots, the shots against stats. The shots against I mean, stat, football's full of stats, right? And, you know, they, they get overcooked sometimes and overtalked. Yeah. But the shots and goals stats is, I think, just the thing you need it's to look weird, at. 105 it? shots against yeah. in the last six games. Yeah. Already. But, I mean, that is just a damning indictment of everything we're talking about. Structure of the team, discipline, you know. We, when we won games this season, and when we won games during that run last year, the same things were happening. It, we were just lu- we were getting lucky, and people were looking at the stats and were saying, mm. "Hang on, there's going to be a correction." Well, I did, say, I did I say it on here there'll be a correction, uh, but the, the, the concentration point is a good one, and you, you're right to say this. This predates Emery. It really oh, does. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember being. I think we were two-two. It might have been a game against Wolves. Two-two in a game against Wolves where we. I mean, we were, I think we were challenging for the title or, or at least top four, something like that. It was a very important period of a game, maybe in sort of March or something like that. And the ball goes down left-hand side and Emery takes a... Um, Emery, Abui takes a foul throw. You just think, what kind oh of concentration felt- level would you yeah. be at to no, not to switch to- on and not... And we just, have- there's so no, many little things, <laughs> but there's no consequence. There was no consequence under Wenger. Yeah. There's no consequence now. 
and that leads to this malaise, and that's exactly what's happened. And I thought, I, and the no consequence thing is a big thing because I thought the one thing you'd hope a new manager would know would have to, to, to deal with our players is there has to be consequences. There, for I mean, you, terrible are you aware play. of Granit Xhaka's situation? There's consequences. Well, yeah, but that's this, been, that's, that's, the that's, 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 that's the fans. That's the fans. Yeah. The fans have forced him out, and I have to say, I know it sounds horrible, but I have to say, thank God, because I feel he was a massive weak link all the way through, and I know we're still really terrible without him. But I'm like, I, I don't, I don't particularly yeah. want to see him ever play for us again. So I'm. Pepe's ineffectiveness has seen him come out of the team. There are some consequences. Well, no, I I think the obvious example is Ozil, of course. But again, the manager can't win there because Ozil's being mediocre for a long, long time was then effectively punished, in quotes, by the manager. Got a huge amount of shit for it because obviously Ozil is one of our, if not most skillful player. Now he's back. And again, on Saturday, I mean, I don't want to labour the point, but... He wasn't great. He was fine. He had moments. But, but, you know, he was absolutely fine. But I actually thought, you know, Pepe, when he came on, I don't want to, you know, we can talk about the technical issue. But I thought he did brighten the whole thing for a period. And if he'd have scored the goal, he should have scored instead of passing it to fucking I don't know. I Ozil, remember two moments. It would have him been hitting glorious. the bar and him not But that was shooting. within about a, Emer- um, two minutes. But on the, on the malaise you speak about, right? Yeah. Like the disease that runs the mediocrity. Emery's yeah. not introduced that. Okay? No, no, that no, was no, there no. before. Yeah, what he's so. not clearly been able to do is, is fix it, right? Yeah. Which is what we were crying right. out for. Now, so nutshell, we need someone who... And, yeah. and, and, so who can fix it? This is kind of a strange thing to say, but I've been going a lot more this year, right? And there's just a strange feel. Like, when I go to the Emirates, pre-game, there's just a strange atmosphere. It doesn't feel like an atmosphere and a team when they're warming up and they do all those fucking stupid things on the big screen where they all kind of do their little thing when they get called out. It doesn't feel like a winning... It's like, I don't know, it's like they're, they're actors or they're pop stars who are kind of mm. warming up mm. and winning isn't what it's about. And that is something that's... We're that's a nice been, team, aren't we? Yeah, it's, We're just, not, we it's, haven't all, got too, those, it's all too comfortable yeah. for the players. Yeah. Now, we needed someone, and that is really hard to, to drum out. We got rid of some people, and people like Bellerin, I agree with you, right? I, I still think there's a player in there, but we need a really strong quality why don't we talk about not that. Been that person. right so why don't we talk about that i think we're all agreed on that he has not he is not a he's not a disciplinarian he's not someone who's gonna they said he was they he tried he tried but he's failed he's man management i think i think i almost give him i give him actually more credit for the other situation than, than, than most i think actually in the end what's happened is is kind of make, makes some kind of sense i know that's that's almost as controversial opinion as all of ours but Actually, he's back in the team now, playing okay. You know, he was really disappointing and terrible in many, many games. And, you know, I think it took a manager to help to try and sort that out. But the bit, we've got to talk about who do we want. So who do we think is out there, realistically? So people are talking about Pochettino, yeah, right? We have it's to not be. realistic, is it? It is realistic because... I think it's very realistic. I think it's very realistic. Well, you think he'd want to come to Arsenal and not buy he, Munich? I think he would love to come to Arsenal. Really? Yeah. The Spurs thing's not going to hold him back. I mean, he's a, he oh, no, strikes no, me as a guy thing. who doesn't give a shit, sure, really. Sure. And they, di- they di- screwed him over a bit with Mourinho. I and I, 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 football can change, like, really quickly. It's and not if he's that... out of a job in Arsenal... Hang on, Emery, the Arsenal it, fans it right now are getting toxic again, but kind of united. That appointment is not going to help. Why? I don't I think, think, so. I think most fans it. would love it. Yeah. I don't know anyone who... I don't know anyone who would be completely opposed to the extent of being... I agree. Um, you know, shouting from the rooftops yeah. about it. I really What's the problem with I it? Really I, you, you get one over on Tottenham. They loved him. They still love him. They're f- first no. fans, most Spurs I'm fans I'm surprised. Are... I've spoken... No, I think you're wrong. No, I'm Of all the Spurs right. fans I've seen in those polls, I think there were a lot who were very sad about the eventual departure, but were ultimately of the opinion that it was probably the right time. Yeah, but they still don't deny Tricker. the fact that he is a yeah, genius still, and no, did a great no, no, job. Yeah, that, they think it was the right time, but they, still they don't him. think he's a shit manager. Yeah, they don't think he's a shit manager. I can't believe you think most Arsenal fans would be happy with him. I think so. He's got the perfect CV. Yeah. But well, I he, think, got a but 70, my, he got a 75% chance 
yeah. swinging this room straight away. But my away. issue with, with Pochettino it's is the realist. Is, 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 <laughs> my, my, my question about Pochettino wanting to come isn't, isn't not, is not that he wouldn't come to Arsenal. It's that surely he wants to go to Bayern yeah, Munich. potentially. Or, or, or Man U even. I think he wants a kind of super club. But let's I think go for almost... and give him a choice. You know, let's get the manager out and, sure. and be able to make a decision. But, but the point is, need, no one... but what Spurs did brilliantly, in a way, I mean, the only thing they've done brilliantly, in, you know, ever, is get rid of him and have, with it. and have Marino instantly, the next morning, mm. at 8am or whatever it was, lined yeah. up. I can't see us have, doing that. No, and that's the word. Not making a decision is yeah. so much worse than making a bad one. So, I, I don't think anyone... You know, you can obviously have a good debate about who would be the right manager, but and it was the same with Wenger at the end. It, it was a case, well, actually, before even worrying about you know, whether the next man is the right man. I just want to see the club be decisive and act and try something. If Emery, if they would have sacked Emery at the beginning of the season, no one would have... I, I personally wouldn't have had a go at Sinelli or, or whatever. They tried something. It didn't mm. work. They yeah. moved on. Yeah. But, you know, you get over that as yeah. part of And life. no one's ever going to go at them now. But isn't... isn't I, I'm, see, I, I said Freddie in because I'm happy. I'd be perfectly happy with a Freddie temporary situation. So get rid of... Don't, so stop, I think they're worrying about getting someone. I don't think he's a manager. Well, who knows? But I, 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 I do think in the short term, he'd have that basic common sense way of dealing with these players. I think he'd have a certain amount of respect from them. And I think, I think he's just clearly, you know, I think he has the, the charisma. The other thing about um, Emery, he's so a charisma vacuum. I think all of these things help in a manager. Definitely. Well, you, and you've yeah. been so calling for term, point, a disciplinarian and expert, you know. No, 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 I'm saying, ideally, I, I, ideally I'd want an Allegri or a Pochettino. Well, to the end of a season, short yeah, term. Yeah, I'm saying to the short term. If, might get in a Solskjaer situation, not, he does all right. Yeah, but Solskjaer, him. but remember, oh, this is my point, Solskjaer did all right when he was given the job until it was made permanent. And what I'm saying is, don't make Freddie permanent manager, temporary, then make sure you get in they the best out, person available. I 100% would go for Arteta now. I really wouldn't. He's the right-hand man and probably the great, you know, but arguably how, the greatest manager in the world sure, today. Sure, but when possibly, the right-hand you know. man, right hand, what does that mean? No, right-hand no, men no, often, I, often I'm not saying rubbish. he's going to be a guaranteed mm. success. No one can say that. I'm saying appointing him, there's clear sound rationale and logic for appointing him because mm. he is, he comes with a, from a, apparently a great reputation. Mm. The City players love him. He's working under Pep, right? It's not he's working under anyone. He's working under okay. Guardiola, yeah. who's a genius, right? Give, he's worth a try. He might not work well, out, I've, but I'd I, understand the I, decision. I have heard, I, to, one, a friend of mine is a big City fan, that he's not that popular with the players, in fact, and that he's actually a slightly kind of divisive figure. I mean, oh. they all love fucking Pep, but I don't think they do all love Arteta. I, I think he's a bit of a kind of, I don't know. I, I may be a, clouded by... I, 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 didn't think he was particularly good for us. Oh, nor when, did I. I mean, I think he was with us. Totally boring for us. He represents yeah. to me the boring yes. period. Yeah, a lot you know, more. Sideways passer. I don't think he's a legend enough to... Inst- I'd rather well, have a Vieira. I almost feel it's too gotta, obvious, this pet link and everything else. Yeah. I just feel it's a bit too obvious and you... And then everything that could be exposed about him gets exposed, and yeah. it's it's far too obvious. Well, I think that we need to take a risk. Go we need to take a risk. If you're going to go untested, why not give it to Freddie, who's there in now, knows the players? Because has I, his, what, yeah. what's the difference between? I mean, I'd, of course, a massive part. We would love to see Lundberg in there, right? But again, he doesn't have even the pedigree of Arteta. He's been working under Guardiola. He doesn't have it. The point, I, the point is, and this is why but you I want was someone I was, like Pochettino, don't you? Or, yeah, because or, I was because Pochettino is a genius who outperforms his resources, yeah. right? Right. Arsenal needs someone yes. with the. Uh, you're never going to be guaranteed it, but you need someone who has the capacity to hugely outperform. That's why Emery was a bit of a boring choice, right, which a lot of people are against, because he wasn't that someone. So we need to take a risk, right? It's no point hiring someone who's just going to be able to do what they can do within their means. Otherwise, Arsenal are never going to get back to where Mm. we want to because we don't have the financial resources to do it. Josh, you're against Poch. Who do you want, then? Of the options, 
Allegri would seem the most. But is that realistic as well? Cause. Is he going to come to? Was he the one who was interviewed? Was he interviewed for the job? There weren't there several. Well, he went. He went favourite, and there were rumours that yeah. he was interviewed. But I don't think yeah, he but was. He's not in a job. You know, yeah. you look at all the other options, on, and then I've also just had the you know the betting in front of it. Oh, go on. You know, I don't think Freddie is like a. What's the betting then? Well, right I'm looking just at Skybet. Okay. Sorry, Al. Um, Cheers, you know, It says Arteta, <laughs> Arteta, Benitez, Pochettino, Allegri, Lumbo, Vieira. Arteta, Benitez, Eddie Howe, Vieira. I'd love to Nuno, Espirito Santo, like and then it's just silly. Where's Chris, Wal- actually, where's Chris Wilder? Not a big... Where's Allegri in that list? Chris Wilder. I'd love it. I would, I would do Chris. Would We've got to stop being snobs about this. We were snobs about the players we were signing. Oh, I agree with the We were snobs, Rogers, about, we were snobs the, about the, the, the yeah. managers. Like, the point is, try something, have a sound reason for it. Chris Wilder. He's doing an unbelievable job, and he's not. He's not, he's not. He's not a Sean Dyche. He's actually the way he's you playing. Wa- you watched. You watched. Yeah. I mean, I would love to. I mean, I'm friends with him. So imagine you? that. Your you? friend is the Arsenal ask manager. Him, ask that would be it. incredible. I was. Do you know what I think he would? He's got great <laughs> yeah. respect for Arsenal, but there's just, no way that, that there's no way they'd make Arsenal that appointment because of the snobbery. No, Arsenal. It's the snobbery. It is. Yeah. The Jamie Vardy snobbery. I understand why you want Pochettino. I don't say. Right now, I cannot see the club going for Tottenham's discarded. Um, I, I, I kind of, I, I don't, I can't see that as a something the uh, club on a Josh, commercial Josh, higher level will. I, I, I agree with you. We're talking about what we want, and I think the three of us will, will feel. And I think, mo- I think the point is, I think fans would be happy with it. You're right. It's, it's the boring. It's the, it's the, it's the kind of scared people who are running the club and the unambitious people running the club. But the fans now at Arsenal, strangely. Uh, we have quite a lot of sway, it seems, because of these morons running the place, <laughs> they seem to only react. But we've got morons get in the fan so, base as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they do react. And actually, you're I, right. They do but, react, don't but they? But I'm quite. Yeah. You know, Arsenal fans getting now a bad rap for being very reactionary and toxic. But I think the point is, we're just. We've had. 10 years of just yeah. stagnation and we're just totally yeah. fed up and we're gonna and we also don't have any faith in the people out actually making decisions so what choice do we have but mm. to like react in this extreme talking way. of fans i think there's been a reasonably classy reaction to the sky sports presenter and that was interesting yeah, i'm glad you mentioned that taking mention that. We, haven't got, we haven't got long out of emery Terrible. in the interview so he said good and, evening uh, yeah and, 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 and it hasn't t- been a good evening t- for you. yeah and the reaction to that was like, yeah, look, we can have a go at him in the sense that we don't want him to be the manager of our club anymore, but how dare you, you yeah, know, treat absolutely. our manager like that? Which it I was... think is one good thing you could say about the collective fan group. And I know. Although I, I did see snotty, snotty, snide people saying, oh, no, oh, fair enough. You should know how to say evening. But I hope now. it doesn't but get personal. Spanish, no, no. It's especially in the north of Spain, right. you would say B as You a, would, of course yeah. you would. And in fact, you know what the weird thing was? He actually said evening. Yeah. In that. Um, yeah, Emery, mad, oh, but yeah. that was that was snide. I hate that snide. But, uh, it wasn't uh, even just once. It was good evening. No, no, no. Well, it wasn't it was a really good evening. It was like, I actually uh, talking yeah. of the feel sorry from. I felt sorry from that interview, and I actually thought that was one of the best post match interviews. I know this is yeah. this is ridiculous and a bit late. I thought his post match interview actually made complete sense after that. Game. Yeah, because he did. He said we weren't good enough. He did criticize the players. Yeah. He did say we were only good for twenty minutes in the game. Yeah. Everything. Uh, if, if he was kind of as bullshit free as he's ever been. I've and seen this. I've seen us win games and think that he's talking rubbish. I know. Before, so anyway, yeah, we're running out of time, and we've got. Let's to stay classy on that. Let's stay. Classy. Will you be there for the Frankfurt game on Thursday? I think he night? will. I, I, no, will you? I'm oh, I will. yeah, I will. Sorry, <laughs> I will. Will he? Yeah. I, 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 well, I will. Presumably, def- he will. What's be more now? chance? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have two predictions. Well, there's three. We've got to predict the Frankfurt game. Sorry, sorry. Leon the engineer wants us to get rid of us because other people come in. We've got to predict the Frankfurt game, the Norwich game, and. How much longer is it going to be before we get rid of the manager? Three predictions. Alan. Yeah. Frankfurt will lose 2-1. Uh, 
Norwich will lose <laughs> 2-1. And what was the third game? How long will it be before we get rid of the manager? I think he'll when go after go that Norwich defeat. Oh, okay. he'll, we'll, we'll lose the next two games. Okay. I think they'll run the same pattern as previous games. And I think there's too much firepower in those two teams. I think we might mm. might get a bit caught up by Norwich, unfortunately. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think uh, we'll probably beat Frankfurt because the Europa League we seem yeah. to get a bit more uh, yeah. the rub of the green. But yeah, I agree. We'll lose to Norwich, and I think that'll be that. Scores? I need scores. Sorry, uh, we'll beat. I say I need just because I'm two one. <laughs> yeah, and we'll lose to Norwich two 0 Josh Joshua Joshua Landy a score. Uh, I think we'll draw maybe one all against Frankfurt. I think we'll draw at Norwich, and that will still be enough for him to keep his job. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going on till you know probably the end of December. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's, it's really depressing. I think we'll draw annoying. and then they might get a win against Brian at home. I just think he's going to West Ham away for a little bit longer. Be, oh, that, first, yeah, first, first, that the goalkeeper yeah. manager's first game? Well, I bet West Ham have the goalkeeper back. Uh, no? Fabianski, um, he returned to training last week. Oh, yeah. So. I bet he'll be back for us. What do you think, it. boys? I think um, we'll beat Frankfurt. I think we could beat them, I don't know, even 3 1. I think we'll probably lose to Norwich as well. And I still think he'll carry... No, I think we'll get another draw against Norwich. I think it'll be like one or something uh, tedious like that. Draw, you know, and you'll stay in the job. And I do. And I think you might get one or two victories against like the Brighton game. You think we've got a Brighton at home. I know, home I know. It's matter. impossible to see a win right now. I think he will get a win. I think he will get a win. And he, he does keep saying all we need is a win and then it'll pick up from there. And I think, they actually, I think the people, some people at the club will probably agree with him. And I, it is boring. It is tedious. Thank you very much, um, Alan, Ari, you've been brilliant. Josh, you've been you as ever. No, thank you so much for all of your... Alan, looks like he's got one more thing to say. Are you looking at your... No? <laughs> I, I, I was going to say something about Aubameyang, my second controversial oh, God, opinion, but I couldn't go. get it in. Can't end it on a, on a, on a depressing note about Aubameyang. No, I think... Lacazette was good on I think I wasn't, I wasn't on the podcast where you were talking about the messages that he was liking from fans criticising Emery and, and other players. Oh, yeah. I think he should have been okay. uh, suspended from playing oh. in terms of a club action against him because I think that's totally unacceptable. And oh, no, I, was I didn't get a chance to put my okay. opinion over. It doesn't matter how good you right. are, how, how well you're playing, you don't do that. Okay, well, Let's you made that clear. <laughs> I couldn't give a shit, frankly. In fact, I, I'd much rather, I'm, I'm really, much, really I'm much more worried about Aubameyang and Lacazette leaving, you know, not yeah. signing new contracts. He can go if he's doing that anyway, kind of thing. Anyway, we've run out of time, tragically. Uh, we'll be back next week. You know, maybe things will change by then, but probably not. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.